0: And our YouTube channel to chronicle our adventures. Come along with us to amazing places and learn from our mistakes and our successes.
1: We hope that you will get out there too and have a photog
0: adventure of your own. It's episode one hundred and twenty-eight, and we're just Ooh, rolling up high. I like
1: one twenty-eight. It's kind of like a, it's a computer, <laughs> you know, computer term. One twenty-eight. Oh, okay. It's one it's of those one of the, e- like, equal to eights. Kind like uh, you know.
0: four. We're talking the memory, right? Yeah, two fifty-six, one twenty-eight, or is file it one?
1: Size. It's just one of those standardized computer numbers. So.
0: Such a nerdy standardized number. It is a, number. Nerdy, it's a nerdy. number. <laughs> well, welcome back, nerds. It's time for photography stories with photog adventures. We never hmm. started off that way. Maybe we should have a little tagline like that. That'd be kind yeah. of fun. So, how you sure. feeling, Brendan? Okay. Yeah. 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 Today we're stoked because we are joined by a guy you guys already know. We actually mention him probably in one out of every like three podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. We'll say Jeff Peterson's name here and there, but he just barely did something that's a bucket list item for, I think, everyone. Everyone who's on the phone, on the car, in the car. I guess on the phone, I thought because they're playing their podcast, but (laughs) then it sounded like I was talking to them on the phone. And I mean, listening to this on your phone, in your car, running, jogging, sitting there, whatever you're doing to listen to the podcast, you're thinking, yeah, this is a bucket list item. That's why I hit play on this episode. So we are joined today by Jeff Peterson. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Miserable. Miserable. You. Yeah, you beat me to a Milky Way in quasi southern hemisphere. Oh, I only yeah. say quasi because your Milky Way was still facing up. It was still like a northern hemisphere one. Although you did see the entire right side of the Milky Way core mm. that we don't see that's under the horizon. Yeah, yeah.
2: How many times in North America, Aaron, have you seen the core directly overhead?
0: A zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah drop the mic <laughs> gosh dang it it is something yeah, I mean, we have to,
1: you have to be basically at the equator right to get that yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's where he was basically yeah. at the equator and the he was at trip.
0: a time of year where it never gets you know all the way up no. but if you go to the southern hemisphere and experience that rising milky way that goes up above you and then lowers where you have the time for a panel at the end of the night isn't that a weird oh. thought to do a panel at the end of the night oh yeah Cause so yeah, that used- never happens here. <laughs> right. We're so used to the pano being in the beginning and then it yep. goes away from pano and stretches up and goes vertical. and then fades. Yeah. And then and that's it. Daytime. It's so different. Yep. So Jeff's wow. experienced that out there. Well, Brendan, I'll let you say it because we talked about this in advance. You tell everybody where he went and what's happened.
1: So Jeff left Las Vegas and flew to, and his end destination was in Kenya. And the retreat that he or the campground you went to. Tell us the name of the campground again. Camp Entomin?
2: Entim. 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 E n t i m. Oh, okay. E n t i m. E i t n. Entim. Awesome.
1: Okay. Yeah. Not Entimin. Not, like
2: no, yeah. not like the donuts. No, okay. En- <laughs> Entim. Because now I'm really. I, they I'm say really it really easily. So uh, <laughs> I mess it up every time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome camp. Camp
0: Entim in Kenya. Oh my God. It's,
1: yeah, so tell us, Jeff, what, I mean, what, what was the, kind of some highlights of your, yeah, yeah I mean we, what, are, what are your first impressions? I mean, you've been there before, right?
2: Yeah, so I, it's been three years since I was there last. Um, okay. And I, I went to the same camp last time with the same uh, guy who sets up the trips. Uh, okay. David Lloyd. Um, he's a, a photographer who's based in Britain, but he's actually from New Zealand. Oh, okay. Actually, this year while we were there, he actually won the People's Choice Award for the um, um, wildlife photographer of the year.
0: Oh, wow! People's Choice Award. So he didn't he didn't commit any pictures to a contest.
2: It was something. No, it's an annual contest. But his one of his images, and it's these two lions that walk up, and these two male lions, and they come up and they just butt heads, just as like a greeting.
1: Oh. I think I've seen that. It's an yeah.
2: amazing picture, um, and so he that that was, and that actually he was told why we were there in camp the first week that he had won the People's Choice Award. So, <laughs> oh wow, which was really the Nickelodeon pretty cool. Kids Choice so, Award for Photographer yes. of the Year. Yeah.
1: <laughs> why don't they have that? They don't have that.
2: Yeah. I know. <laughs> so
0: he got Wildlife Photographer of the Year. Mm. I haven't heard about the contest. But he
2: was w- awarded it, or just alerted that he was going to be. He, awarded he got it. he got notification that he won that award for the people. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, Jeff, what do you think it's going to be for the judging? Get that. I don't think is done yet for the rest of the oh. awards. So oh, okay, um, gotcha. But uh, that that doesn't get announced till later this year, sometime. So mm, um,
0: so it's okay that we have it on the podcast. Exclusive yeah, news no, here.
2: Yeah, he did a. He already did an inter- – while we were there in camp, he did an interview with the BBC. Oh, nice. okay, awesome. So that was pretty cool. Um, did he so- talk about his The BBC.
0: The Flight of the Concords?
2: No, uh, <laughs> you know, he he, he kind of – it was one of those – he planned it. He knew that, the, uh, that they would do this behavior because lions do oh. that when they get up from a nap and they greet each other that way. So it was one of those oh. he just had to be at the right place at the right time. Smart. And, nice. And he got it. So – this nice. Is this an award,
0: Jeff, that you think you'll work for? You have a bunch of great yeah. animal and wildlife photos you think you'll put up for that contest? I have. I, I do put up for that contest every year. Oh, so I'm just bringing up the fact that you haven't won it yet. <laughs>
1: yeah. no. So who sponsors the contest? Is it, um, is it a magazine or is it, uh, what is it? What's the company that sponsors the contest? Uh,
2: that one is, I think, the British Museum of Natural okay. History. Okay. Uh-huh. British museums like so. Doing so, like yeah, I just, I did, also has this night, year. I did that one, waiting. and I Some did the Greenwich. Um, yeah. Nature's best. That's the other one I do every year. Okay. Farmers so. seems like a
1: lot. A lot of these uh, British museums and companies are yeah. interested more in photography than. And they you oh. do but find a, a, a lot more encouraging. American,
0: stuff yeah. I, I know i agree there's gotta be something there's gotta be something out there i almost said the guggenheim thinking about a museum that's in new mm. york but that doesn't sound very american so no. it's a german name <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no, what is a nice american we don't we don't museum.
2: we don't support the photography like they do in in great britain they they the do a much better job <laughs> Uh-huh. Interesting. You yeah. could change
0: that. Well, before we go into the hmm. tangent of why does America not appreciate photography the way so that Britons do, <laughs> I want to go into the specifics of, okay, you traveled with your camera to Africa for one. That's mm-hmm. That's got to be a process in there that we can talk about. Then getting in Africa, and what's it like doing photography in Africa in one of these situations? Because I'm sure you walked outside and you went right up to the lions and shook their hands and said, I'm going to go for a wide angle shot. Can you move over here to the right? And so I'm sure... <laughs> Sure, <laughs> those are like, <laughs> he's like, I want board. yeah. And so, we have, <laughs> yeah, probably we have not lots gonna work that way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it doesn't work with wild animals. Wait that way. for the Milky Way, yeah.
0: please. And so, we yeah. have lots of questions. Let's pick your brain, Jeff, and let's go ahead and get started on the side of
2: putting 800 pounds of camera gear on a flight. Mm, sounds oh, fun. yeah. Well, <clears throat> you can't do that anymore, not unless you're willing to check your camera gear. Um, most <laughs> if you of own flight, the plane, you yeah, can. oh yeah, if you own your own plane, that would work too. Um, neither of which <laughs> That's I own have. Tip. Um, but so, no, you have to kind of pick and choose what you're going to take. Um, so I flew Delta, KLM, and that limits you to 12 kilograms of check on weight once you get on the KLM leg. Um, but some airlines you say are it like even that, less –
0: yeah, you were just saying that KLM leg, so you were saying that the Delta leg was different than the KLM leg? Yeah, Delta
2: doesn't care. Oh, okay. Bring the kitchen sink, they don't care, you know. Um, I've, never had, <laughs> I've never had Delta even look at my, my carry-on, other than to make sure it was not oversized. So um, size, So for weight. our American
1: listeners, 12 kilograms equals 26.5 pounds.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. 26
0: pounds is workable. And that was the minimum amount of weight that... Where, let's see. I'm That's saying the, the rules that you hit, that was That's the, the max that you were yeah. given. I wanted to say minimum because some planes like Delta <laughs> said don't care. But then the right. minimum rule was 12. Did you ever get lower than 12? Or did you get 12 the whole way there?
2: No, 12 was the low for us. Um, so just to give you an idea my my bag weighed 11.4 kilos
1: oh <laughs> so pretty cutting it pretty close oh, yeah. yeah
2: and then i yeah. had probably another two kilos in my photography vest that i <laughs> circumvented vest. yeah so
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's your little hack right to get the vest yeah. Wear,
2: yeah, wear a vest or vest wear, wear something with a lot of pockets so you can cram batteries because batteries weigh a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And then I put my memory cards in my vest. That way, my vest is always with me, so I don't mm-hmm. have a chance of losing my memory cards. Uh, yeah, that's Okay. Smart. okay. And then, so we're, I'm
1: picturing I'm picturing a vest with Velcro pockets, so you like put your batteries and memory cards, and you could push it down, right? Yep. so They don't fall out.
2: No, yeah. Okay. Okay. And some of them are zippered. So, I have some that are okay, zippered, okay. so I put them in the zippered pockets whenever okay. possible. But I have my batteries in my pockets and all that. So, um, and, you know, hopefully don't get singled out to be like the Unibomber or something. But... <laughs> no kidding. I'm a multi bomber. Yeah. I
0: mean, you've got a bunch of
2: packets of
0: what are these hard blocks that are all lining your chest? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
1: fine. Just let me through. That's
0: yeah. exactly how Jeff sounds. <laughs> so, so, when you're you got...
1: my sweet voice.
0: <laughs> you have two kilograms you said on your body and you're dragging this carry-on how miserable heavy is that on your back
2: oh yeah it's the last thing you want to do let me tell you um, <laughs> it's like it's like and you know your connector flight is never nearby
0: <laughs>
2: of course Ugh.
1: so it's an extra four and a half pounds four and, and got a half around- pounds yeah, Brendan
2: and I
0: complained the entire flight back from Iceland was like, "Okay, next flight," and then Brendan would say, "Of course, at the end, right?" We're like, "Yes, at the end of the terminal, it's almost always oh the other gosh, side yeah. of the terminal."
2: Have you ever been to Amsterdam? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever been through the uh, the airport there?
0: It's massive. That was my end end destination, though, so I haven't had to go through uh, with
2: connection flights. So, so we fly into Amsterdam, and it's like six in the morning when we get there so the sun's not even up yet and we get off the plane and we look and we're like (laughs) okay where do we have to go because four of us flew on the same plane okay um, from Minneapolis so we're sitting there and we're like okay we're at the A gate and we've got to go to the E gate for our next flight (laughs) <laughs> of course. So we start. Yeah, they just walk. love doing that. They just other.
1: love doing that. It's like they're trying to trick you into staying overnight or something. I swear. It's well, what's so ridiculous. the
0: difference? I mean, are they doing it for money in the airport because they could land that airplane and taxi it up to the F gate or the D gate right next to the E? Why does it have to be that way?
2: I think, or at it least has the, the middle to, of the well. Airline, airplane, in the case of uh, Amsterdam, KLM is like the main. Um, company so they have their little area they get all their gates are all in a row kind of like most airports so we just flew in on delta and i think it has to do with arrivals from outside of europe go to different areas and Mm -hmm. because it was was the same both ways flying there but you you fly in and so then we go on this death march through the the terminal carrying all this camera (laughs) gear Bouncing batteries up against your chest. Yeah. Chafed. It's like these carts go zooming by, you know, those golf carts that are, you know, got like six seats. Mm. I'm like, we should hijack that thing. I you know. know. <laughs> you could take him. <laughs> and the, the humidity is like portal, 100% in the terminal. Oh, yeah. What? It's good and humid in the Netherlands. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. The it's Netherlands swampy. are terribly humid. So you're walking and you're sweating and it's like, okay, either I'm having a heart attack or it's just really humid in here. <laughs> And we, like, walked hmm. halfway, and it's like, okay, we got to take a break. You know, it's just going to take forever. <laughs> Luckily, we had four and a half hours. Um, layover, oh, good. Oh, so. that's good. That takes a load off right there. San, oh, San yeah. Francisco, one hour. feels like don't minutes
0: don't you're that. counting down, sweating, uh, going, oh, my gosh, it's five yeah. minutes from now. How far away is this? If we go uh, the wrong direction. We miss the flight. Right. And you're worried about every map you look at. Right yeah. direction. Uh, so then – you're, you have everything in carry-on, and you're dragging all your gear and your batteries on you as you're going from flight to flight, or did you check anything? No, I always
2: check a bag with all my clothes in it. Oh,
1: okay. um, so this is after you pick up the luggage, though. Is
2: no, luggage not claim? in Amsterdam. This is just carrying our check, our carry-on oh, bags. Oh, okay. You know, do they transfer
1: the do they transfer the luggage for you.
2: Yes. If oh, you give them enough time, okay. there's no problem getting the transfer. But when you run into mm. problems, is if you, if you flew into Amsterdam and had a one-hour layover, your luggage would never make the next plane. Mm. Um, <laughs> just guaranteed. Uh, just, but the it. cool thing about Delta now, too, is they have an app on their app, you can actually track your bags now.
0: That's mm. nice. You, can, in your, there, you just... can
2: put in your baggage tag number, and you can oh. see where it is, and it tells you when it's cool. on the airplane.
0: It's on its way to Hawaii.
2: Oh, yeah. that's great! Go, that's great. <laughs> no, it, it tells you when it's on the plane, so you know your bag gets on the plane because you that see the guys it out there scanning them as they're crunched. going up the the little ramp thingy. Ah, oh, cool! So that was nice. So yeah, then in you the don't future, worry about Google your bag. So will much. have
0: little identifiers that match up with your luggage. You'll look out the window and it'll have a little marker and a name, <laughs>
2: and it'll be moving along with it. Yes. Yeah. Can't wait for Google Glass implants. So. But yeah, so then you get you finally make your connection, and after you've hiked through the airport, you know, and so you get to the gate, yeah. and you just kind of collapse and take a break, and you know, it, you're sitting there going, "What was I thinking, carrying all this camera gear? I could have gotten by with a 24 to 70." You know, <laughs> <laughs> all I needed was a 24 yeah. 70. What am I doing? <laughs> I just needed a kit lens. I didn't need any of this fancy stuff. You know, um, but when you're looking at you K- there.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted you, but I wanted to ask you about the carry-on l- luggage because I'm finding that I'm hating putting things in my camera backpack. I've been carrying things in my camera backpack, and the last time at Farrow was Brendan had a separate one that rolled behind him, and he was just, you know, happy, rolling, and my back was carrying all the weight because I just right. put it on as a backpack, and I was miserable. So I'm thinking about luggage that rolls and carry-ons that still yeah, have carry their on own wheels. rolls.
1: Yeah. Small bag,
0: yeah. Yeah, and so... If you're worried about weight, could you bring one like that, or did you have to go with something really, so really, actu- really lightweight? You carried.
2: I actually have a really nice Think Tank International roller, and yeah. it it weighs almost twice as much as my backpack. Mm. So that would negate all my all my. I mean, it'd add too much weight to my overall oh, weight. Oh right, right. So. With putting it all in the roller, I tried. I put it all in the roller. I was at like thirty, thirty three pounds. Oh, oh, so that You're wasn't five pounds too, over, five pounds yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. as much as I'd rather dry- drag a roller around, um, just ain't happening. So,
0: so would you end up using this trip?
2: Um, I have a um, Tamrac um, bag. and It's the anvil. Twenty-seven, I think it is. Really like is it, it.
1: Twenty-seven, like twenty-seven liter. I think that that's what I think that's or? what they
2: figure. It, you know, I used to carry for my international flights a Guger Gear, um, mm-hmm. uh, I love that bag. The only drawback to that bag is there was no laptop compartment. But oh. otherwise, it was it was very lightweight, but it protected the gear really good. It was carry on legal. Um, I still have it, it just, I can't carry a laptop with it, so I went mm. with this new, and they, Guru Gear bought um, Tamarack, so um, same yeah. good quality, I'm pr- really happy with the bag, um, cool. and it's I use Great. it all the time, so. And nice. that is on your back then, like I'm complaining yep. about. Oh yeah. Ah, so yeah. you don't have a solution for me there. Damn no, it. I don't, I wish I did, I wish I could find somebody who could make a roller that weighed, what a light backpack weighs I know it's out there Mm. I just haven't found it yet
0: what about some sort of roller adapter where I can attach the rolling wheels and the weight on my body and then when I'm ready to put it on my bag after they've weighed the bag I just go click click clip
2: and then go well you know in the old days when I first started flying we had these little fold up like dollies that you would carry and you just unfold it it was this little metal frame thing and you'd unfold it and throw your bags on there and you'd drag it around that was before rollers, oh. but now um, that would that's that'd possible. be too that heavy. Gone? I have one downstairs too in heavy? the garage. Yeah, I I still have mine. It's just too heavy to to take with because it yeah, adds to the really weight.
1: S- in the future, yeah. we're going to have carbon fiber merged with graphene. The technology is here, people. <laughs> yes, yeah. we will in have glass, lightweight
0: rollers. The, the photog futurist segment with yeah. ceramic,
1: ceramic, lightweight <laughs> ceramic bearings and. Ah,
0: dreams, graphene wheels. Okay, oh, yeah. we just followed a butterfly way off the cliff. We're ready to come right back to Jeff Peterson about his other tips of traveling to Africa with your camera gear.
2: So, okay, so um, the trick is is you got to carry two bodies with you. So mm-hmm. you got to figure out what two bodies you want to take, and then lens selection. I've learned. Now, after going a couple times, got your body four hundred millimeters is about the top end of what you need. Mm-hmm. So um, you can actually slim down your kit pretty good. Um, I, if you're a Canon shooter, you got it made in the shade because you got the 100-400 version two, and then mm, the yeah. um, twenty four to seventy two point eight. If you just had those two lenses, you could get. 99% of the shots in Africa. And Whoa, if, okay. And if you want to if you want to get the other 1%, you carry the 1.4 teleconverter with you.
0: Ah. Oh. <laughs> so two lenses mm. and a little lightweight
2: teleconverter, mm-hmm. 1.4 would do the trick. Yep. And you would be able <sighs> to c- capture everything. I I have maybe 10 images that are shot beyond um, 400 millimeters
0: only 10
2: out of your entire i'm guessing it's just, thousands yeah and it was just the only time i used my longer lens was um it was a kingfisher um a malachite kingfisher which is this little itty bitty tiny bird and i wanted to get mm. really close so i slapped the 1.4 on the 500 and i got a picture mm-hmm. of a kingfisher and beyond that, you would have been fine without even the five hundred millimeter. Yep. Okay. When I when, when I return next time, I'll just take the one hundred, four hundred, the twenty four to seventy, and then I'll take the sixteen to thirty five for um, some other stuff that we were playing around with, and we'll, we can talk about that later. But I learned some new fun stuff to try, and I'm going to be working on it before my next trip. Awesome. Absolutely. I think that's a good spot for us to
0: take a break. We'll come back to the podcast and talk about the stories of being out there in Kenya. And we'll also go more into some of the details of working with the tips and gear. Welcome back to the Photog Talk Adventures podcast, everyone. Let's get into some of the specifics of this camp and what's it like shooting in Africa, going to a camp like this. What kind of freedoms do you have? What's your schedule? Where do you see the animal?
2: So you fly out. They pick you up at the airstrip, which is you fly into a dirt airstrip. Tons of fun. Oh, exciting! How does that feel? <laughs> it's exciting. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, I think I got some. I think I have some video of it, but I'll have to. I have to go through all my videos. But oh, I can't so, wait to see that. Yeah. So you um, you land in the airstrip and they pick you up and they drive you and it's about a twenty minute drive or so to the camp from the airstrip. It's not close. And you drive by all these cool animals and everything, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And then you, you arrive at camp, and you're met by the camp manager and one of the staff, and they have cocktails for you, usually champagne, um, welcoming you and to if the you camp. you drink, do you get a Dr. Pepper? Um, in the face. Coke products. <laughs>
0: Coke products is
2: fine by yeah. me. Awesome. <laughs> um, and then they give you a little towel, a warm towel. To wipe Even your bleep. face and wipe wipe all the dust off. But what's cool about the towel is it has a little bit of a natural insecticide in it also. So it helps keep the bugs away from you. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like a double double thing. Like
0: don't put it in your eyes, insecticide? Or is it yeah, okay? Yeah, you don't want to get it in your eyes. Rub your eyes
2: out. Yeah.
1: Ah! <laughs> I can't see. I thought it was good for me. Um, <laughs> no
2: mosquitoes so, on the eyeball. So you... Uh, you um, you, so you get the orientation of the camp. You get your tent assignment. So they tell you where you're going to sleep. Um, the tents are really nice. They're all en suite tents. So each tent has its own bathroom and shower.
0: In mm. what way is it a tent? How is it tent-like?
2: It's, it's a tent. It's a fabric tent. And they have like, for the roof, they actually have like a piece of shade cloth that goes over the top of the tent to help keep the heat from baking you out of it. Mm. Um, but they're actually a uh, canvas tent. Um, oh, nice! They're, they're private, or multiple people are in there with you. If two people per tent, okay. Um, and then at this
0: point, it's probably good to mention that Tim, our buddy, is with you, right? Is he yes. the guy in the tent with you?
2: Yep, me and Tim were tent mates. Um, okay. Were yeah. any
0: other listeners for Photoc Adventures there too that we should call out? And uh,
2: I believe Nancy, Nancy listens. Nancy Hall. Nancy. Mm. Nancy Hall. Oh, I've seen her name. Yeah, I know awesome. she listens. Nancy Hall listens. Um, we had Dale Miller. Dale Miller. Yeah, I know Ooh. Dale. I see Ed his comments
0: on your points all the time.
2: Ed Shanahan. Ed Shanahan. He's the guy that
0: when he leaves, you guys get great pictures. Yep. When he changes his <laughs> lens. <laughs>
3: when he
2: changes his we lens. Lenses. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. We heard yeah. about that Mesa Arch morning uh, Mesa uh, Arch morning. That yeah, and then we had a new crazy come along with us on the trip, and uh, she was awesome. Um she was A new uh, crazy. Yeah, oh yeah. We always got to add to your crazy crowd, you know, so <laughs> no wonder why you like us. Oh yeah. So, yeah, we had <laughs> we had Janine and she was awesome. She she was she fit right in with the rest of us crazies, so. Nice. Um, so we had awesome. our own little group kind of thing going. So within because there's 12 people in camp,
1: you guys made your own clique. Look at that. <laughs> they came click.
2: Yeah. So the first week there was 12 of us, so there, and then there was a gal from um, Canada that was in camp and then some other people from the States. Um, so it was a good group. We had a lot of fun. The group as a whole, all 12 of us had a blast. Nice. Um, and you get to do a lot of socializing throughout the day. So That sounds miserable. Oh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. So <laughs> they, they, they get you all set up, and then you go out for your first game drive. And then so there's three people in each Jeep and then you're assigned a driver and, and that that rotates every day. You get a different driver every day. You there's four mm-hmm. Jeeps and four drivers and you get to rotate which driver you're driving with every day.
0: Why does that matter?
2: It doesn't. It just different drivers do things a little differently, get you into oh. different locations, so the drivers kinda fan out through an area cuz you'll be like okay we're going to go look for you know a, a lion pride um or we're going to go look for a leopard um and so you have to kind of spread out cuz I mean it's a huge area and they kind of know the general area where these animals are but you still it's like looking for a needle in a haystack in reality. Even um, though
0: you know the animals, it's still that hard. They're just, are they sleeping, nocturnal, or are they just... Well, uh, like well the lions,
2: all the lions do is eat and sleep. Mm-hmm. That's about all they do. If you see a lion standing up, that's like a really cool thing. <laughs> you know, because they're not sleeping. I have a lot of pictures of sleeping lions. <laughs> You've been there, done that. Oh, it's yeah. time for a standing, man. So, Prone lion. But the drivers are amazing. So the first night we're sitting there and we're photographing some topis at the sunset. The sun's just going down. this beautiful sunset behind the topis. The sky's all lit up. The clouds. Everything's like, it's just this, I mean, it's just Africa. You know, it just speaks (laughs) to you as Africa. All of a sudden, the driver, like, Fires up the jeep and just puts his foot in it like he's going driving in the Indianapolis 500. <laughs> and we're like, "What the?" And you're hanging on for dear life. And he all he says is "Leopard, <laughs> leopard. Oh, leopard, leopard," and he gets on the radio and tells the other drivers "Leopard, leopard, leopard," and so they all obviously see him racing off into this direction. And we're just hanging on for dear life in the back of the Jeep because <laughs> all we know is either a leopard's on top of the Jeep and is trying to get in or <laughs> we're going to go see one. We didn't know which, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, okay. Is uh, good or bad? <laughs> and we're driving and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I don't, see, I don't see a leopard. I think our driver's lost his marbles. Thanks All for censoring sudden,
0: that. I could see you nearly saying it.
2: <laughs> All of a sudden he slams on the brake, spins the jeep around, and you look, and there's the leopard coming through the how grass.
0: Cool? Oh my gosh, see how did they
2: not scare it off at that point? Oh, they don't care about the cars. Wow. They really don't care about the Jeeps. That's awesome. Wow. The leopard walked up, probably got ten feet from our Jeep, walked right in front no of our Jeep. Way. Wow. And we waited for him to go by and then we spun around and we got back into position again and we got a couple more shots of her. But that started our trip. You know, it's like, okay, (laughs) this is, this is because, you know, I know people who've gone to Africa a bunch of times and never seen a leopard. Really? Yeah. They're not that easy. This is day one for you? Colony to find them. (laughs) And we have, it got to the point. By the end of the trip, it's like, well, do you guys want to go see another leopard or do you want to see oh something else? Gosh. We're like, oh, we've got enough leopard pictures, we can go look for something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh,
0: man, it's funny how we do that in our minds. You oh, see something yeah. too much or have so- too much of something, you don't want that something. You want something else, something. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, so the drivers are really good about that. And They get you, you know, if you want to, if you, you tell the driver, hey, if we see this, you know, I want a picture of it, and mm. they will do their best during the day to get you that picture. That's awesome, nice. nice. So, like, I wanted a Thompson gazelle with backlighting. Oh, and I even took... kind of that direction. You give him. I want directions
0: on how the photo is gonna be taken.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I told him. I says I want a Thompson's gazelle with backlight, and he got huh. it for me. It took him all week, but eventually we got the perfect. Everything lined up, you know the planet's all lined up, and I got the shot, and it came out pretty wow. cool. I'm really happy with the shot I got, so wow, um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, it's a very social kind of thing, so you after like in the morning you go out on game drive, and about nine o'clock or so, they drive they just start driving and they drive to the location, and they have breakfast set up. And the camp oh. actually brings your breakfast out to a location and you have uh, breakfast in the bush. Oh, really? Yeah. So you don't cool. just stay in the trucks the whole time. No, you get out at breakfast. They, they wander around. Oh, and one thing I didn't tell you all the drivers are Maasai. They're all Maasai. They're Maasai well. warriors.
0: Oh, oh. awesome. Because I know you
2: said the Maasai
0: warriors had to go with you to go out for the Milky Way. And you yeah. have the Maasai warrior as a driver, too. Yeah, these Maasai,
2: they're awesome. They're just fantastic people, let me tell you they are just they're just really nice guys, and a lot of fun so but yeah they they make sure everything's safe and you can get out and you know they're prepared to fight off an animal for you if they have to oh yeah, so we wow, we eat your amazing. breakfast, and then <laughs> once breakfast is done, you make a leisurely drive back to camp, and sometimes that might take thirty forty minutes to get back to camp, but you're usually back in camp by ten, ten thirty. Um, if you see some stuff along the way, you can stop and take pictures and, you know, take the giraffe pictures and all that kind of stuff on the way back. Birds. At this time of year in on the equator, is 10.30 still bright? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's gotten pretty bright by 10. So a lot of the stuff you do that, that time of day, you tend to shoot a lot of stuff for black and white. Oh, I you misunderstood. Mean, okay. I was okay.
0: thinking 10.30 at night. No, no, oh. this isn't in the morning. So when you're saying you go out, you only really go out up until lunchtime, and then you're back at home because it's so hot, nothing
2: to shoot. Yeah, so what happens is is once the after about 10 o'clock, it's, it starts getting that Africa hot, mm. you know, ah. where nothing wants to move. So all the cats, all those kinds of animals, they all Don't go and find should. shady spots, and yeah. that's where you get <laughs> the flat cats. Um, they're flat just, cats? Yeah, they just lay around all day. So that's what we do is we head back to camp, and you've had breakfast, so it's a nice leisurely drive, and we get back to camp and we download cards and edit some pictures and have a cocktail or two and or three or four and Tim, how many do you have Tim, Tim? <laughs> Actually, Tim only had a couple because he's he was, good he's doing yeah good, huh? he was. Yeah. yeah. He was trying to behave himself. Not good. me on the other hand, I was having fun, so <laughs> You're not driving. Free beer. I mean You're I couldn't driving. pass that up, so no wonder why your Milky Way wasn't in total focus. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you you get back and you have some time and then at one o'clock they have lunch. And it's a sit down, like folded cloth napkins and I mean Guy That'd comes out nice. with the big white hat sticking straight up, you know, the whole chef thing, and they produce <laughs> some fabulous meals. Every meal pretty much starts with a bowl of soup. Mm. Of Here's some-
0: a bowl of soup we paired with kale and also watermelon seeds that we have sliced in half, and you also notice a little bit of citrone on the side.
2: <laughs> How <laughs> nice of a meal was this, A like three course, four course? Well, lunch was um, they'd bring you out soup, and after your soup, then it was like buffet style. So they oh, usually okay. had, like, two proteins, and then rice was almost always in one of the things, um, and then, like, some pastas and different kinds of stuff like that, salads. That um, dinner was more of a formal, you know, they they brought you your meal out. Um, mm. Ate a lot of lamb. Lamb was very popular there, and chicken. Um, not a lot of beef. delicious to me. So, but the Mm. food was, the food was always good. And it's
0: not me, but for those vegetarian vegans out there, they have plenty of options, I imagine, for them just to eat rice with something.
2: Yeah, they, there were some vegetarians that they,
0: they accommodated. Nice. Nice. So it's really open Mm. for everybody and it's kind of, it's like a retreat with wildlife photography on top of it. Oh, yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah, it's like glamping at its best. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The bathroom in your tent and everything. Yeah, no kidding. So so then, uh, so then you, uh, after you've stuffed yourself with more food, um, <laughs> you sit around camp till eh, it depended. We' you've tried to go out around four and photograph because you kind of had to wait for it to start cooling down before the animals would get active. And what would happen is is you'd, the, the animals you would shoot it would be in the last 30, 40 minutes of the day you'd get your oh, active okay. animals. You know, you get the leopard starting like to go out to hunt, bringing. you know, yeah. stuff like
0: that. So, and I, it has, hasn't been mentioned yet, but I know you said this in the past. You're shooting from the Jeep, it's an open air Jeep, it's got open air opportunity for everyone from every seat to just point their lens out from that position. Or do you have a lot of over the shoulder people all out one side? How did that mechanic
2: go? You have three rows of seats, and one person per row.
0: Oh, easy enough. So it's
1: on one side, everyone can switch to one side, other side, switch Yeah,
0: one. that way you don't have to do the stupid thing where someone's yeah, got a great the shot, the but then another way. person wants a good shot, and then they ruined your chance. Yeah. So, well, yeah. that makes
1: no. sense. They solved that problem pretty well. That is
2: smart. No. I bet it no. used to be six, and they're like, we got to stop this case. <laughs> <laughs> they, always, they always park the Jeep the same way, so you're always shooting out the left-hand side of the vehicle. Oh, okay. Mm. That made for it really easy. You just have everything ready to go out the the left-hand side. So the driver hmm. would always, uh, you know, line the vehicle up and the windows were huge so you could shoot through the windows. Um, there was no glass on them, they were just holes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so but the lions the, the lions, scenario- the lions oh, would get the lions would come up to the jeep. I mean, they would literally walk up and wow. Just like man. There's times it you could reach out and touch them. They were so close. Man, oh. that would be so tempting. I know. <laughs> no. They're fuzzy and innocent. They won't do anything. The funny <laughs> thing is, is if you watch people when, they, when they're walking up as they're photographing, because I did this a couple times because it's like I've, I knew what was coming, because the lion's walking and walking, and, and you're watching <laughs> people, and they're shooting out the window, and they're kind of half hanging out when they start. And as the lion gets closer, they get a little farther back. <laughs> and, back. and pretty soon they're on the opposite side of the jeep because they realize <laughs> that that lion is coming right up to them <laughs> it's right there oh, on top yeah. of them it's hilarious to see it because you know, it's like it freaks you out the first time because it's just like okay is this thing going to stop because you're like
1: I'm shooting and it's beautiful but it's a predator and it wants to eat me <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah I it
2: mean this win. thing could be in this jeep in like a blink of an eye and that driver couldn't get this thing started and get out of here in time <sighs> Trying to get his long spear out of the stuck underneath yeah. the
0: shift, the controls. Oh man, yeah. got jammed in the steering wheel. Dang it! So, but yeah, it was
2: it it it's an experience. It really is. So,
0: oh um, man. Okay, so you mentioned the wow. sandbag and the weight issue
2: getting there. So obviously, this is a sandbag that you filled with just dirt there, right? Yeah. So what you do is you bring an empty bag, empty sandbag, and you. With first, when you first arrive at camp, you give it to the camp, and they actually fill it with rice. Oh, awesome! Oh. Even better. So it's packed full of rice, um, and they pack it really tight with rice, and then um, and then they just carry it with you to the jeep every morning, and you stay in the same jeep all day. So every morning you just switch jeeps, and you move your sandbag mm. every morning with you. <laughs> but the other cool thing that I did this time, which I hadn't done last time, and I'm going to definitely do it more. Is I have a clamp that I got from Really Right Stuff. It used to be called the Safari uh, Clamp. Now it's just called a General Clamp or I don't Animal it's Appreciation called. Clamp. Yeah. Is
0: Safari a bad word now? <laughs>
2: I don't know why they changed the name. Yeah, huh. But it does a lot of stuff. It's really cool because you can do a, a 3 8 stud or a quarter inch stud on it. But what I did is I, mm. I mounted a ball head to this clamp. And they had this bar that goes across the bottom third of the window. And so what I did is I screwed the clamp on there. And then I had a BH-40 ball head. And so mm-hmm. then I had a ball head, and I could just slide my uh, 100-400 into it. And, like, when I shot some of the video that I shot, I just would set that all up, aim it, and then hit play or record. Oh, nice. And nice. It just, and just And then I could use my other body, and I could shoot away with the other body while i was recording the animal's mm. behavior that's awesome and since you're in the jeep all day you can bring everything with you and just oh, put yeah. it out of your bag yep so i would leave that clamp on all day long i mean I, that was always as soon as i get in the jeep that's the first thing i put on was wow my little that's a good idea that yeah, thing like that. is so cool and i can see a ton of really cool things to do with it like um mounting lights you can mount mm-hmm. a light anywhere with that thing you just Cause it opens up pretty large. So like if you had a tree branch or something, you wanted to mount a light on yeah, for, you know, night photography, just mount it on there and it'll hold it. No mm-hmm. light. You don't need a light stand, you know? So one of the cool things I, I got from this trip and, Definitely is a, a big plus. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Okay. So so far we picked the brain of Jeff on packing and getting there. We know how it goes. Being there, knowing that I want to go, and it sounds pretty oh fantastic. My God, sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we've heard some stories from it and a little bit of gear time. So yeah. we could wrap this up, but before we do, Jeff, what other stories
2: can you share? Is there anything that you were already thinking about sharing that we haven't gotten to yet? Um. You know, probably some of the cool things that we got to see on this trip. Um, so one of the things that we, we got and we saw two different groups of baby lions. Um, oh, really nice. Really fun. Um, you know, the diversity of the wildlife that you get to see in a camp like this is amazing. And and picking the right camp is probably the most important part because not all camps have this kind of access. Oh, So some camps- We're not faking. That's real. We have have to be outside the park. Way to
1: go. One, two, three.
0: (laughs) Sorry. We just had an O that sounded like it was an infomercial for a second there. So we just wanted to show it was
2: sincere. (laughs) So not all the camps are inside the park. So this camp is actually within the park boundaries. Okay. Okay. But not all of them are that way. So some of them have to wait till they open the gates in the morning. To let you oh, in.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so, not this camp, but other camps. You have to wait the gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And really they, same, th- they have to be
2: out earlier. So, you don't get that really good, good light that we got. Oh, you pay for That's that, I bet, nice. too. Okay. But That sounds awesome. Actually, it's not that bad. <gasps> Price wise, <gasps>
0: negligible. It's physically? already an okay. expensive trip overall. It's I'd not, do it for it sure. It really isn't. No.
2: That's the beauty of this. This camp is I'm... not that bad. Hmm. For what you get, it's pretty good deal. So nice. willing to tell us? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, here Ooh, it okay. is. Get hold on to your seat now. I'm okay, <laughs> literally doing that. From the time okay, so the, the package covers from the moment you land, all your airport transfers, your in country flight, your one night hotel stay at the Serena Hotel, which is a really nice hotel. Um all your game drives. All your food, your lodging, um, they give you all your t- sodas, water, all that stuff's covered um, juices it's all covered um, oh, juice yeah. unlimited juice. even juice, some beer juice, baby. <laughs> if you drink if you drink Tusker's beer, it's covered That's it's correct. included
0: oh, you guys will love that. I'll have my juice
2: so for all of that. What do you think that costs? For for 400. For 8 day, for from Saturday to
0: Saturday. I'm in the mm. 8 to 12,000 range. Eh, too oh. much. Yes. Okay. Now my hope is that it's under 5.
2: 5 or under. It is under 5.
1: Yes. Whoa. So what are we looking at then?
2: Oh. It was $4600 a week. It was just under 5.
0: Wow. But that's still amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I Okay, so I'm
2: thinking I want to go with Jeff the next
0: time, but all I really have to do is must. <laughs> During- you
1: still have that. You still have your own airfare to get there. To pay yeah, you
2: got to buy your airfare to get there, which is about well on Delta. I think from Vegas it was fifteen hundred. Yeah, Vegas okay. is good for flights. Okay, So fifteen hundred so awesome. round trip, right? Round trip. Okay.
0: And so, so The only other thing you have to do is there's tips for the sometimes. staff. Tips? Which, yeah.
2: So you tip the drivers and you tip the, the staff, which is about 150 in tips. It was told to you how much or like over. Yeah, the they, time give of getting five, they give or you a range. They give you a range, but we all agreed when we went because I knew they do such a good job that we mm. each gave the drivers 100 bucks and then we gave the camp staff 50. And that's something you did once at the end of the whole trip? Yeah, you do it at the, the last. The last morning. Last night. Okay. As you okay. get ready cool. to leave. <laughs> you so... kept it like out in the open? Hey, this is for you. If you <laughs> now, keep getting
0: you... that. Uh... <laughs> no, they. The... Get the shop, man. We have
2: a little meeting just before you leave and you do the tipping at that time. And yeah. But the, and I nice. mean, that's how they make their living. They deserve it. It sounds yeah. awesome. Oh, the whole 16 days was included
0: basically on the flights. Two days out there. Stay the night in Serena. You go to your place at eight days and then you came back home. Yeah. Now, I did a mm. double, double
2: week. I did two weeks, oh, so I did that a price you That's why. quoted was for an eight day. Yeah, if you want to stay longer, it's you know it's more, but that for that one week, which is it's pretty good. I mean, we saw the big five in a week.
1: Well, when you consider the average uh, photography workshops can be around two grand, you know, somewhere yeah. up to three or four thousand, depending on where you're going.
0: Uh huh. That sounds well pretty worth looking it. Good, and oh, yeah. I. Be stoked to come home with a picture of a giraffe. I don't need to have the most rare of all birds. I wouldn't even know
2: if it was rare. Right. I'd just be stoked to see everything. So I got, in the first week, I got Cape buffalo, elephant, uh, lions, leopards, cheetahs, black rhino. (laughs) That was just the first week. That was the biggies that we got. And we got a bunch of other stuff too, but those were the biggies.
0: Wow. Now you mentioned black rhino before you left as one of your
2: wishes, or was it yeah. hippopotamus? Oh, no, oh, and then we saw hippos. I forgot about hippos. Hippos are everywhere. No, black rhino because there's so few left. There's only a few left in the wild. You know they're they're endangered. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They could be gone in our lifetime. It's really yeah, sad. Black to rhino. Make. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's so crazy. Yeah, I got to see one in the wild. Awesome. Awesome experience. And I actually got some really great pictures I'm really happy with of her. Um, nice. So, and they're not very nice animals. They're kind of nasty. So, mm, you didn't just hang as soon ram you know. the Jeep as look at you, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> oh. So, oh my gods. Okay. So, <laughs> Fan. but yeah, so it's very doable. It's a very reasonable trip. Um, you know, I mean, you can spend a lot more. But I don't sure. think you'll get any better pictures spending more money. That's mm, that's the key. Kay. Is if you go to the right spot, you're going to get the good pictures. And you know, and it's all about that that staff and the location. Location is everything in Africa.
0: Right. If you don't have a right. good
2: location, you're not going to see the animals. And like I said, last time I went, I in one week I saw eight different leopards.
1: Dang,
2: <laughs> I lost track how many I saw this time.
1: So if you guys are listening and you guys have plans to go to Africa, this is the inside scoop. We got a guy has been there twice now, same place, fantastic results. Yeah, I know I'm going to. Camp you look at his gallery at his pictures, and it's it's obvious that Jeff Peterson, you're a rock star. Thank you for joining us. Oh.
0: Yes. And where can we all go, Jeff, to see the pictures that you captured? I know you don't have all of them out yet, (laughs) but where are we eventually going to be able to find these guys? Where can people
2: find you online and find your work? Uh, It's going to be probably my Facebook page is the best place to see them, Red Cliffs Photography. I will have the ones that I'm going to eventually sell will be on my website. But I've posted a lot of them as I was there and maybe in the future I'll have to hit you up with
0: what were your top three images from there because you'll know in about six months.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, one of them has got to be the Milky Way. Oh, my
0: (laughs) gosh. We haven't even had a chance to talk
2: about doing Milky Way there.
0: That means we get to have Jeff back. That was an extra little
1: bonus for him. Yeah. Seriously. That's
0: going to be another podcast. I can't wait. Thanks, Jeff, for joining us on the podcast. If you guys have enjoyed this content, don't thank us. Thank those patrons out there who are supporters of Photog Adventures and have given their actual real money to say thanks, guys. Keep it going.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys. Join us at patreon.com forward slash photog adventures.
0: photog adventures. Thanks guys. Have a great week and get out there and have a photog adventure of your own. See you guys. See ya. Bye.